And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Welcome back. Episode 228 of this, the show you forgot to subs- you subscribe to. Hey, look at that. Almost a flawless uh, uh, opening, opening segment to the show. What's been going on? Still dealing with this uh, Mac. It's it's doing pretty well. I everything I read about it though, uh, I, I mean I know much about it. I know I know much about technology. And uh, I think that was a title. We'll see. <laughs> and uh, and I had to get the lowest tier Mac because that's what they had in the store because I needed it for that moment uh, or this moment I guess whatever. And it I'm worried about the the eight gigs. You can't upgrade the gigs the the RAM in there. So that's that's the that's the biggest worry, but other than that, it's been performing adequately, uh, doing Chrome like I needed to, and OBS like it is doing now. Uh, one thing's for certain, it does not uh, accept um, outside cameras to be used for FaceTime. So don't expect that to happen. So that's what I've been dealing with with that, and then also some uh, work stuff, which has been. Head bangingly frustrating. Just change things in the middle of, of processes. It doesn't make sense to me. And then what else happened? Uh, well, I guess I'm <laughs> dancing around this. Uh, I'm not even dancing around it. Yesterday, Walmart Plus, Walmart, which is a, a, a store and brand I genuinely hate with a passion. They it was it was mentioned on Tuesday that they were going to have PlayStation fives in in stock. And so I, 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 you know, I I got my I got the Xbox Series X in like in the summertime. So I and uh, and I said, you know, what I'm going to I'm going to try I'm going to try for this PlayStation five. I don't need it. I don't have. And I was just thinking I was just thinking about this uh, before I sat down to to record this uh, episode. Uh, I thought. I don't have a lot of games that do have the free upgrade from PS4 to PS5 for like 60 frames per second and high fidelity graphics and all that stuff. Uh, but I said, you know what? They're all backwards compatible though, and and uh, it'll be nice. It'll be a nice thing to have, so I don't have to keep chasing uh, the this thing. And I know and there's a chip shortage, and actually that I think that same day Tuesday is when uh, Sony said that they're out. They're still continuing to produce the PS4. Uh, for because there are shortages of the PS5, and uh, and and so I I just <laughs> but you know I mean obviously it's PS4 is the best selling system of all time right now so they might as well continue doing that and then say uh, on the same hand on the same foot uh, rather I guess I don't know what's the saying who cares uh, <laughs> what's the saying who cares okay but on uh, on the same foot. Uh, in the same hand, is that what I'm trying to say? It doesn't matter. On the same hand, on one hand, on the same hand, on the same hand, uh, the PS5 is is I don't even know what I was trying to get at, but the PS5 is is newer, and, and I guess that's what people want. Oh, I'm sorry, the PS2, the PS2. So the PS4 uh, highest selling console of all time, but the PS2 was I I believe was still being sold uh, for ten years after its 
final date. I don't remember the time and I don't care to look it up. But it was still being sold and games were still being produced. Just like I believe in 2020, Just Dance was still producing, or Ubisoft Ubisoft was still producing Just Dance for, for the Wii. So it was like Just Dance 2020 was on the Wii or something like that. So... Things are still being developed for you know older systems, even as even as the next generation. I mean, we're a year into the next generation, so <laughs> I don't. I've like the exclusives are very scant, uh, if there are any. So I decided to uh, see if I can get a PS Five, and so I put it on my calendar, and and I, I do. I, my calendar is full of like it's like bills and then like meetings and then <laughs> friends' birthdays. Uh, and then just a bunch of BS, <laughs> like, like uh, a, a, a go to store to pick up this specific item, or this is going to be a sale on this day. And so that's what I did. So it was going to go on sale on Thursday, January thirteenth at three p.m. You had to sign up for Walmart Plus, which is their proprietary uh, shopping thing that gives you deals and stuff. Um, but you can't be on the trial; you actually have to pay. That was a whole thing. Uh, and 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 the little backstory for the PS5. People have been trying to get this thing, just like the Xbox Series X, but and more so. They've been trying to get this thing ever since it came out, and pre-orders or you know whatever. And and people are uh, scalping them and, and and selling them and all that stuff. And uh, if without a if without a bot or without you know a cunning drive uh, or paying attention to you know, Twitter accounts and, and, uh, sales like, like yesterday and everything, it's hard to get one, obviously, but you just put in just a little bit of effort and then you can get one fairly and legally and without having to pay, uh, more than list price plus tax. So three o'clock comes, I've already, an hour before I already set up my Walmart plus account. They took out the $13 from my, <laughs> my debit account. And then, uh, I'm sitting here with the Mac. I've got two tabs open, one Safari, oh, excuse me, one Firefox, one Chrome. My phone is open and the iPad is open. So I have them all open, ready and willing to go, ready to go at three o'clock. And uh, 259 hits, I go, all right, I gotta pay attention. And at three o'clock hits and I hit refresh on the Chrome, refresh on the Firefox, refresh on the phone, refresh on the iPad. Both the iPad and the phone don't get in. Firefox gets in and Chrome surprisingly gets in and they put me in a in line. They put me in line. I can continue shopping on walmart.com uh, for 12 minutes. That does not guarantee you a PS5, but it puts you in line for one. Firefox puts me in line for 20 minutes. And I go, all right, I'll take, I'll take them both. And I, again, I'm signing on one account. So I wait the 12 minutes and then it goes, Hey, you have, t- do you want this? I do you want this iPad? Do you want this PS five? You have you have ten minutes to decide. There's a, there's a clock counting down, and I go great. And then I I put in my information and uh, I purchase a PS five, and it is coming on Tuesday. And I'm so excited! I'm so excited to finally have this thing <laughs> now. Now I needed a mattress. <laughs> I need a mattress. I need a I need a new bed frame. <laughs> but I said no. I gotta get this PS five. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what that's what I did. I have a PS five. It's coming. Next week, and yeah, I I remember when I got the Xbox, uh, the guy the 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 I think it was uh, UPS that delivered it. Obviously, obviously, I'm having it delivered directly to my apartment, but uh, the guy who who delivered it, I believe, delivered it like in the middle of the night. It was like closer to it was closer to my bedtime. It was like eight o'clock or something like that, 
And I wake up at 4.30 to go to the gym. So I go to bed at like 9.30. I try to at least. <laughs> and uh, and I, I remember like setting it up that night too. <laughs> just being excited. But like waiting all day. And oh, I believe it was also delayed a day too. I believe so. All right. Anyway, but yeah. So that's that. Got a PS5. I'm excited. Can't wait to uh, to have no uh, storage space <laughs> for anything. Eight minutes. <laughs> I just love mentioning how long it's been. So let's move on to the stories. This first one comes from The Verge, written by Ashley Carmen, who we know well. Spotify shuts down his namesake podcasting studio. God, I gotta. I have to get like a mixer or something because I can barely hear myself. I'm going to turn myself up and, uh, okay, recording. So Spotify, if you didn't know, had its own, has its, well, had, had, had its own podcasting studio. Uh, if for the past two or three years, it's been buying up other studios, it's been buying Gimlet, it's been buying, or podcasts themselves, it's been buying Joe Rogan. Now, it says that Studio 4, or Spotify Studios, is what people generally call it, that has about 10 to 15 employees and produce shows like Dissect and Chapo Kingpin on Trial is going to be closing down. They told them last week that the that next week is going to be the final, January 21st is going to be the final day that they'll be uh, working in that studio. Spotify 4 wasn't really known, or excuse me, Studio 4 or Spotify Studios, we're going to call it Spotify Studios, wasn't really known outside of people who follow that that sphere of uh of podcasting and media management and uh it was the first podcasting studio spotify created and consisted of all the employees who worked on podcasting prior to the company's major network acquisitions there are shows like amy schumer presents three girls one keith oh i remember that I remember that show, uh, but I but they but listener interest uh, showed shows that shows like Amy Schumer presents three three girls one Keith uh, are the are the are the shows that people liked. They didn't really like shows like uh, Chapo King King Ben on trial. So then Spotify purchased Parcast, Gimlet, and The Ringer. And then uh, Studio 4 was the fourth studio. Spotify, Spotify Studios. The employees took pride in their work. Spotify kind of put them on the back burner. And and they, they never really championed uh, Spotify Studios in the same way that they championed Gimlet or The Ringer. I don't know any shows on podcasts, so all the shows I get offered on Spotify are, uh, are all from Gimlet. So studios has been has been feeling kind of not appreciated, even though they're an internal organization. It's a, it's like it's as though uh, it's as if like if Disney, Disney, Disney's having the same issue with um, believe it or not, with Pixar, because Pixar's last what four three movies are releasing on Disney Plus, including the new Turning Red that's supposed to be coming out in March. It was supposed to be in theaters. But now it's headed to Disney Plus, and it's not Disney Plus Premiere, which I don't think they're going to do anymore. It's only Disney Plus. I guess Soul performed well enough, and uh, the whatever came before that. Um, but 
Uh, now turning reds there, and people and the people. Oh, Luca, Luca, Luca. That's right, Luca stunk. Oh, Jesus, Luca and the Good Dinosaur, the two worst Pixar movies. Like I genuinely don't like those movies. Uh, and um, and so so Luca and and Soul did well. These one word titles, and and now turning red's gonna have to go there because Omicron is a is like there's a new variant of the coronavirus and. You know, just because, uh, Jesus, just because uh, 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 Spider-Man made a billion dollars in a pandemic doesn't mean, and it's mostly because, you know, Dolby Digital costs 20 some odd dollars. And again, I saw an IMAX. It was a waste of money. <laughs> I didn't pay for it. Also, I got charged for AMC uh, uh, A-list. I charged the whole $24. There's no movies in the theaters, and and then if you if you pause it or if you quit it, you can't sign back up for six months. It's ridiculous. So now I'm out twenty three dollars. I haven't seen a movie for like two or three weeks. It's ridiculous. Now I know how people at the beginning of the pandemic felt. <laughs> uh, so, so that so so everybody on Pixar is feeling the same way that Spotify Studios employees are feeling. They're feeling left out. They're feeling underappreciated. Which makes sense. You work hard in this thing, and not many people are, are going to see, or, you know, just because everybody's Disney Plus, they're going to watch everything. Uh, so not many people are going to see it. Not many people, you... You talked. You talked about. Uh, you talked. You know, Spotify. Spotify's case. You talked about armchair expert. You you pushed that one out, but dissect wasn't even heard by people. <laughs> Isn't that frustrating to see? Spotify says more podcasts than ever are on its platform. But an August Business Insider report said Gimlet itself had struggled to grow inside the tech company due to, quote, unclear strategy and, quote, internal tensions. It had the lowest numbers of all four studios in terms of consumption hours and leaked metrics for September 2020. Meanwhile, a Verge report found that Spotify's licensed exclusives, Joe Rogan's show specifically, might have lost a significant chunk of his audience in the move to the platform. Now, if you remember what I what I I, I talked about this a minute, like a, a long time ago, in that uh, shows like Joe Rogan, Joe Budden show, which he he quit doing, and Dax Shepard's show, they're exclusives. So once they came to the platform, they were all delisted outside of Spotify. You can only listen to those shows inside of Spotify. And in Joe Rogan's case in particular, you could, and I remember this Verge report, you could see the chart. They had chart data, charted data. Where you could see uh, the move where, and uh, in the in terms especially of like the the YouTube or the Twitter subscriptions rather. Uh, if uh, let's say let's say uh, my God, <laughs> let's say um, I don't know, uh, 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 Elon Musk was on uh, Joe Rogan because I don't know who would go on that show. In their right mind, I would not do it. Even if I was the most popular upcoming internet celebrity, I would not do that. But uh, please let me be the most popular and upcoming internet celebrity. Please, please let me do it. <laughs> but <laughs> we, you, if you, if you like, let's say Elon Musk was on was was on the show, and let's pretend he had 
let's say he had a hundred followers on Twitter, uh, which is obviously not the case, but whatever. Let's pretend a hundred followers is short for you know ten million or whatever. So he had a hundred followers on Twitter. He goes on Joe Rogan with, on uh, on the regular podcast feed. Uh, the video comes out on YouTube, and he gains let's say fifty more followers. Okay. That means he gained fifty percent more, fo- like a crap ton of followers, and if that was millions. Um, but with the show being on Spotify, and you have to listen on Spotify, whereas you know you have an other podcast app where you typically listen, like say Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts, uh, then uh, on Spotify he gains maybe ten to eleven followers. Uh, those numbers are skewed, but. Still, so Spotify, Spotify is, uh, they're, they're really a master of none when it comes to this, to this audio game. I mean, it, it, just last week, people are, uh, media, the media outlets were asking, where is Spotify hi- Hi-Fi or whatever it's supposed to be called, which is supposed to be their um, high fidelity listening listening uh files and stuff so you can listen to music in hd audio or or whatever like you know um uh, apple has mastered in dolby and all that stuff um where's spotify's version you know uh what what is um title 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 has uh, high fidelity stuff where's spotify's and spotify said in june you know or in the summer hey look for it in a couple of months and it's still not here. And then they, you know, people were asking them so much. So they eventually said, listen, it's coming. We don't know when. So don't expect it this year or I mean, anytime soon. It could just as easily drop next week. It could, it could come in six months. But right now, Spotify is, they're, the, they're the, one of the few tech unicorns to, to actually earn money and stop losing it. Uh, and... And they're probably the most subscribed to music service. Jumping into podcasts has really slowed them down. And I I mean, being the one-stop shop for all your audio needs has been a confusing feat for them. Because I, I only see people complain about the, you know, uh, the podcasting taking forefront being forefront within the app and it is a frustrating thing to see because i have spotify pulled up here on uh on on the computer and while i see earl sweatshirt's uh album that i listened to this morning is 24 minutes long (laughs) but while i see that this is there's a banner up top i scroll down one line and i have my good afternoon and it's got you know my playlist my taylor swift playlist my uh uh, indie k-pop playlist (laughs) true thing you know and a bunch of other playlists but then the next thing is podcasts and i don't listen to podcasts on here so all i'm seeing is what they think i would like which is is i mean and then it's just it's just it's music 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 podcast music podcast it is it's just something that no one wants to see if we use podcasts other podcasts other better podcast apps I, I, they're going to continue doing this. I think they should have splintered, uh, sp- you know, into a different app called Spotify Podcasts or something like that, and and always pointed to that instead of just using the main app, which people use for music or radio or playlists. 
showing how different they could be. Like, ooh, listen to look at me. I have a I have an eclectic music taste. <laughs> the dead pixel on this camera is quite frustrating to see. Hey, the next thing, this comes from Variety, written by Kevin Tran. This is something I found today. Data, colon, how YouTube's dislike count removal could ding video engagement. I I, like I said, I just found this today. I'm not joking. I found this, uh, we're 20 some odd, maybe 19 some odd minutes into the show. Uh, I found it about 21 minutes ago. <laughs> so we're going to learn together. I'm just going to skim over it. In an exclusive survey, certain YouTube users agreed that the dislike count removal makes them less likely to engage with videos on the platform. Issues with the dislike count removal appear to be more concentrated among heavy YouTube users rather than casual ones. Adding public dislike counts as a perk uh, to YouTube Premium likely wouldn't greatly boost the appeal of a subscription podcast. So, uh, Mr. Tran, yes, that is his last name, Mr. Tran has a nice chart. He's a good feature piece, but the first thing I see is a, a, a beautiful chart, beautiful pie chart. That is this titled Effect of YouTube's Dislike Count Removal on Viewership. So YouTube removed the dislike count on videos uh, maybe a month ago, maybe a month or two ago. And some YouTube users are, are vocal about it and others don't care. A lot of people, <laughs> the, the, the vocal ones, uh, think that, you know, YouTube videos with uh, more dislikes... Uh, I mean, they think it's engagement. It is engagement. And they think that, you know, the example is I, I read was uh, uh, if if you look up a video of like a how to how to fix, you know, your keyboard, your Casio keyboard, the first thing I look at in the corner here, uh, how do you fix your Casio keyboard? Uh, and and the and a video has seven likes, but 49 dislikes then you know you know not to watch that video uh which yeah i under, i understand that that aspect of it however youtube youtube and i don't agree with this buzzword this buzz term but youtube took away dis, uh, dislikes the showing of dislikes because it they they think it's going to help the company thinks it's going to help with uh mental health uh and well again while i don't agree with that terminology i do think that it's better in the long run you don't need to uh to to for, I mean, for you, know, for instance, when people don't agree with a IGN or GameSpot video, they dislike it. They dislike the video, and they think, and then they comment in the section, you know, in the comment section, you should kill yourself. Like they they say things like that, and and it's just, I mean, I, th I think it's just uh, a worthless, useless thing. Uh, if you don't like a video, then stop watching it. <laughs> you know, I I like just this morning, I was looking, I was at the gym, and I was looking for uh, TRX workouts. Uh, exercises for uh, for my for my biceps, and and I was well, I was I was scrolling through uh, Google, typed it in, scrolling through Google, couldn't find anything good. Saw some YouTube videos. I clicked through three of them. The first one was a guy, and he was showing you the thing, the the uh, the exercises, the variations, and it, but music was playing over it that I quite frankly didn't like, and he I could not hear his voice. I turned it down. I I said, you know what? I don't want to watch that video. I'll watch the next video. Next video had great ones. Ne the other video had great ones. And I didn't like it. I didn't dislike it. I just put 
both videos inside of my my workouts uh, uh, folder or playlist. And so I could return to them later. And I just chose one and I moved on with my day. There's no need to just, you know, dislike something because you don't like it. That's it's so stupid. Anyway, uh, 5% of their users uh, poll didn't uh, didn't know about it uh, or didn't know how they felt. Uh, uh, 3% said it makes me much more likely to watch videos. 2% said it makes me slightly more likely to watch videos. Uh, 49% said it makes no difference to how much I watch videos. 49%. 17% it makes me uh, less likely to watch videos. And 24% says it makes me slightly less likely to watch videos. At, I mean, at what point? Like, do you just... Google takes away uh, an, an, an anonymity on, on uh, YouTube, uh, and then people get mad, and they have to use their Google Plus accounts to comment, and then, then they make fake accounts, and then Google returns back to anonymity. And then now they take away your ability to show how much you hate that uh, somebody gave uh, 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 Pokemon Shining Pearl a 6 or a 7 and you, out of 10, and you... <laughs> And you go, ooh, too much what? Like, who cares? Who cares? You don't need comments. You don't need dislikes and likes. Get off of YouTube. Get off of Reddit. Go do something with your life. And then he has a, an, an engagement uh, uh, pie chart where, again, 43% said it makes no difference, but 19% said, 19 and 26% said it makes me slightly less likely to comment on or like slash dislike, or it makes me uh, slightly less likely, much, much less likely. So slightly and much respectively, like who cares if you're, if you're, if you, if that's dependent on you watching videos, then go to Vimeo, go to funny or die. 68% YouTube dislike count removals uh, effect on video video engagement 68% said it makes no difference to how much I comment or uh, like it just if this no 66% another chart awareness of YouTube's dislike count removal 66% had no idea (laughs) 34% said yes oh my gosh there's there's no point there's no point in saying like I mean I like MKBHD put out a video a bunch of a bunch of YouTubers have put out videos, uh, I mean in fact like uh, talking about how they don't like the system and how it's going to mess with their engagement and I get that's how they make their money and but there's YouTube's giving you uh, ten other tools to make money people can now give you money directly on the platform they can subscribe to you there's advertisers that can give you money there's uh, you can have a Patreon. You can sell stuff. You can sell merch. You can sell services. I mean, there's there's so many more ways to make money. And if you want to engage with your with your talent then, or with your with your viewers, your audience, uh, then then engage through uh, encourage encourage comments to come in the comment section. Encourage uh, encourage uh, discussion in the comment section. Encourage discussion on your actual page on YouTube. To, uh, if they if, if and if it's all about YouTube, then keep it on YouTube. And if you want to com- the conversation outside, then build a website. Go to Squarespace. A lot of them have Squarespace uh, uh, as an advertiser. Go to Squarespace. Uh, uh, develop a, a, a Twitter following. Do it on do it on you know Instagram or d- do polls. Make shorts on YouTube. Make shorts on TikTok. There's there's so many different ways. Uh, just to say like. 
I, I understand. I get it. I know where they're coming from. But there's no point in in just going, I like this I need them to tell me if this video was bad or not with the thumbs up or thumbs down. Get rid of it all. Let's move on. This is a story I pulled over from last week, which is a which is a story I pulled over from what was supposed to be the last episode of uh, of the Constitutionals. No, this is December thirty. No, 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 no. Yeah, December thirtieth. This one was posted, so it was supposed to be from last week's episode, regardless. Hey, let's take. Oh my gosh, it turned off on me again. But hold on, we'll take a break, and when we come back. We're going to uh, figure out what's going on with this God blessing camera. Okay. We're going to go be back. Look at that. <laughs> oh, no. You know what I forgot to do was arm the recording. So here we go. We're going to do it again. Let's do it right now. <laughs> and we are back with the show. The rest of this, this final story comes from Michael Schneider over at Variety. Most watched television networks rankings, 2020 ranking 2121's winners and losers, baby. So there are some winners, there are some losers with the uh, <laughs> ratings as usual. You know, I will say without even looking at the list right now, because I haven't looked at this in uh, probably about three or four weeks. <laughs> I, be- I believe that Yellowstone is going to be on there. Yellowstone is nominated for, uh, it, was, it was nominated for uh, the Golden Globes, I believe. Or a Golden Globe? A Golden Globe? I like the Golden Globes. Not the regular Golden Globes. Okay. So, let's talk about the winners right now. Sports Networks saw a very large increase over the last year because they were gone for twenty for a large part of 2020. And now 2021, we have seen a huge percentages, a huge percentage jump. TNT, 10%. Uh, ESPN, 11%. Average of 1.6 million viewers in prime time. ESPN, 2, 48%. Fox Sports, 25 NBC Sports Network, 17 NFL, 32 MLB, 45 NBA, 71 Those are all networks. Uh, jumps. And uh, golf and tennis also saw a respective uh, 12% and 34%, even though Tennis Network was taken off of YouTube TV, and I was uh, one of the people watching it. What an interesting jump uh, for all these, for all these, whatchamacallits. And you know what? I I think it's a a very good thing that those were able to jump, because I started watching more sports. Um, not that I missed it or anything, but I just, I just felt, you know, why not get the use and get the most out of this YouTube TV thing. <laughs> and it, it was, it was good to, it's good to see that, uh, places like TNT, uh, and, and ESPN even are taking more care with their sports. They're, they're opening up conversations, uh, during the pandemic, obviously they had, you know, black lives matter and stop, uh, stop Asian hate, AAPI hate and, uh, and, and, and movements of that sort. And, and, they were they were they, those were topics that they were avoiding for the past you know forever and now that they're being forced to talk about it uh uh you know race and and even and sex even uh and gender it's it's uh it's crazy that that it took like people getting hurt and dying for and and you know discrimination for people 
for for these for for these companies to you know uh allow that's what it is really allow for their 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 workers to talk about this stuff freely and uh i think about that like i think about that all the time that espn was never like you know when colin kaepernick you know was taking a knee and it was all and uh you know black lives matter was you know just kind of just not on the surface of of espn's uh, uh ratings and everything and then came you know the middle of the pandemic they were they were they had to talk about this stuff because it was it was the conversation uh it is a conversation so uh it's nice to see these sports networks uh finally embrace the world around them and not just go hey this is a bunch of people uh hitting balls and throwing goals and stuff and uh and 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 it, it can really be you know part of the conversation CBS and NBC also tied this is very this is very interesting to see cuz I did not expect to see this sports were a huge factor CBS had the Super Bowl NBC had the delayed summer olympics and the um winter olympics will be starting next month uh and NBC ended up uh 9% in 2021 and seven in, in total viewers and 7% in adults 18 to 49 while CBS was flat in viewers and up 1% 18 to 49 but uh, but again CBS is the highest rated broadcast network There's another winner but I don't know what this is <laughs> Losers Networks and opinion networks news and opinion networks So even though Fox News was sadly the highest rated cable news network uh all of them were down. Every single one of them were down. Fox was down 34%, MSNBC 28%, and CNN 38%. Business channels experienced similar slumps. Fox, Fox Business Network down 48%, and CNBC was down 13%. Here's a little, here's a little uh, tidbit about me. I watch CNBC every morning. I come home from the gym. I turn on Squawk Box. I sit down. I don't sit down. I stretch. I stretch. I feed the cat. I feed myself. You can see her. If you're watching the video, you can see uh, she's over there in the lounge chair. She's that little brown dot. Can I focus in on that? Let's see. There she is. Yeah, she is. Okay. Anyway. I don't know if I ruined the focus or I didn't. I probably did. Who cares? Look, if you're watching the video, you're getting a whole treat. If you're not, you're just hearing me sound like a moron. But it only makes sense that they were down because uh, Trump wasn't in office. And so that affected everybody. <laughs> Truly, it was like people were at the collective side. Like, we don't have to watch this crap anymore. Uh, and, you know, you know, the uh, people on the left weren't watching MSNBC and CNN uh, trying to make sense of what was going on in the world as much. And then uh, people on the right weren't trying to decide if they were going to be super racist or mega racist. So. There we go. And then also uh, a lot of networks had to re well, had to d decided to rebrand WGN America became uh, News Nation, which is basically uh, Fox News uh, for cheap. And then GAC Family, which had uh, began as Great American Country but then became a lifestyle-oriented network, much in the vein of Hallmark. 
and I believe and I believe that uh, G and GAC family started doing Christmas movies last year or this year uh, to compete with Hallmark, and it actually started bringing over Hallmark's A-list names. And by A-list, I mean, you know, uh, Q-list actors. <laughs> no offense to them. No offense to them. <laughs> They've got careers. They're working. And um, they're doing they're doing what they love. So I can't really <laughs> make fun of them. Uh, so they, they uh, uh, w, uh, News Nation uh, fell 79% from 223,000 viewers to 46,000 in prime time. That is bad. 223,000 is about what Crazy Ex-Girlfriend did on the CW, which was fine for the CW. But 46,000 viewers in primetime is not good. That is not good for a network. Now, News Nation, I don't believe, is available throughout the entire uh, United States. However, that is still horrible. And I worked for a local network that is only available in like five or six states. (laughs) And who boy, <laughs> those numbers, uh, the numbers from there do not compare. Uh, I still hate that company and, uh, I hope everybody there suffers greatly. <laughs> Just joking. Anyway, uh, GAC family dropped 33%. And again, I'll just, uh, I'm, I'm going to go through, uh, you can see, you, you can click through and read on this chart yourself, but here are the networks that did well. I'm going to give you the top uh, 20. CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, Fox News, ESPN, MSNBC, Univision, which did have a drop, a decline. There's a, uh, there's a decline in a lot of these. HDTV, Hallmark, CNN, TNT, Ion, Telemundo, TBS and TLC Tide, History Channel, Discovery Channel, USA Network, Food Network. And again, a lot of those had declines. Like Discovery fell 11%, while TNT jumped up 10% because of sports. And ESPN jumped up 11% because of sports. And it's interesting to just scroll through this list and see where a lot of these, a lot of basic cable networks are sitting and where a lot of premium cable networks are sitting. For instance, Adult Swim is counted by itself and not with Cartoon Network. Same thing for Nick at Night. And they both sit at uh, 41 and 44, respectively. While Nickelodeon is doing worse than Nick at Night. It's only a couple letters down, a couple numbers down. Own had a, uh, a drastic drop, and Disney Channel is even lower than Nickelodeon. And don't quote me on this. Yeah, uh, Cartoon Network is also lower than Disney Channel. <laughs> oh, man, that's interesting. I think these numbers are, are very cool to see. Uh, Pop TV, which which aired uh, Shit's Creek and canceled a bunch of uh, great comedy shows over there, it dropped 23%. And quite frankly, I don't see Viacom CBS keeping that around any longer. I think at some point in the near in the next year, I think Pop TV will be uh, will be cut short. I think cable is going to get a lot more lean in the next couple of years, and so that uh, th- the cable companies that are still around can sell cable packages to older generations that prefer to use cable packages. Still, I think that's what's going to happen. That's just my prediction. I'm not an analyst or anything. And again, I said. 
people, this is very true. And I'm going to keep reiterating this, that I said, when Netflix started streaming and, and I had the DVD service, I said, no one's going to want to watch streaming <laughs> TV. I said, no, one's watch. the weather channel company I worked for is up for 4% antenna TV, which remember the company that I worked for before. It's not the T the, the channel that I worked for. I don't even think is on here. I know it is. It is. Uh, I just can't find it. Nope. That's not it. <laughs> It doesn't matter, but I do want to find it. I think they jumped up, which is... Uh, congratulations for them. Boomerang's down 16%. Vice is up 11, tied with Disney XD at 101 at place... Uh, at the at the, uh, at, It's at uh, letter marking number 101. Okay, anyway... That's it. That's all I got for you. That's uh, that's uh, a bunch of a bunch of numbers that you can go check out for yourself. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head to the website cpluscomedy.com where you can see so many great things like interviews with your favorite comedians and other stuff like this. Uh, if you want to see the uh, video version of the show, youtube.com slash comedy, where you can see me sitting on my desk wearing a Peloton shirt with some snacks behind me the cat's over there and the sun is setting baby also on youtube.com slash c plus comedy is uh, a premiere the premiere show of uh, news time this week's episode is about actually i just recorded it too this week's episode is about the golden globes and uh what happened this this uh, ceremony let me tell you, not a lot. You can also uh, 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 go to Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All at C Plus Comedy. Me on Twitter, Instagram, at Chad Black White. Tell your friends to subscribe to the show, rate, review it. Apple Eye Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. That's where you can find this show, baby. Tell your friends about it. Do it. (laughs) Thanks for listening. (laughs) Goodbye.